Live from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, this is J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery, Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Give me something good, give me something good. Once again, singing like I can sing when I'm just hurting your ears. I apologize, my dear listeners. This is Jamie Rodriguez, your host. This and every episode of J-Rock Concerts, the podcast. So guys, before we get to today's amazing guest, I do want to tell you guys, we are approaching episode 200. And we are going to have something really special with it. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be a live episode. Um, we're going to include some of our friends of our show. Special performances, unique stories. So stay tuned to our social media channels for episode number 200. It will probably air in late July. We love you for your support. Wouldn't be possible to be here without you. Now, today's guest, ladies and gentlemen. Man, w- what a gem. What a gem of an artist. She is the author of one of the year's breakthrough albums. One of the albums that has no filler. Every song is just spectacular, guys. We welcome Nashville-based Lindsay Allen to the show. Now, the album in question is called Queen of Nothing. You can stream it, play it right now. Actually, you can press pause and come back to this podcast later and just go listen to it because it's that damn good. And Lindsay who also doubles as a senior marketer and writer at an ad agency. She self-wrote, self-funded, and recorded the album in 2020, not only right before the pandemic, but before the tornadoes hit Nashville. That actually affected her her office. It shut her down. So it was, um, it was a labor of love to complete this album, and the result speaks for itself. It's absolutely stunning. So it's being held by critics. It's a wonderful listen. And guys, check her out. She's going to be on tour soon. You can find out more about her on her website, www.lindsayellen.com. Without further ado, guys, this is it. Lindsay Ellen on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Hi, Jamie. Lindsay Ellen, look at you. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. How oh are you doing? Goodness. I love the little name sign behind you. That's awesome. <laughs> well, listen, it's not every day that we have a fashionista, singer, songwriter with one of the best albums of the year. So, you know, get out. Oh, my goodness. Thank spruce you. Spruce it up a little bit. How are you, Lindsay? <laughs> I'm great. I'm so glad to be talking to you. Thank you so much Damn. for asking me to come on. Are you kidding me? Lindsay, I have to tell you, I mean, this is just a great way to be, you know, we're recording this on Wednesday, midweek. Yeah. Because Queen of Nothing, oh my God, Lindsay, what an album, like mind blown. Like that emoji with like the brain, <laughs> like a hundred percent. It is so, so good. I mean, it's just stunning. Thank you. Came wow, out last, thank you so much. Came out mid-May. Um, I mean, from the first notes of Dirty Fingers to where you're going, those last bittersweet notes of that last song. Oh my God, yeah. it's, it's a heart-wrenching album. It's beautiful. Congratulations, Lindsay. Wow, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, the album's been out for um, almost a month, which is, it's a, it's wild because um, I, I worked on it for over a year and it, it feels like it's taking forever. And then, you know, start dropping the singles and that feels like 
it's just right. taking forever. And then all of a sudden it's out and, and it's like, oh my gosh, it's here it is. It's in the world. So it feels really good to have the music out. And I so appreciate all the kind words. Thank you. Sure. And I'm not the only one. Everyone's loving it. And, you know, normally we start with like the early life and we work our way to the music, but let's start with the music because I yeah. can't ignore the songs. Like they're so good. They're like ingrained in me at this point. Um, so yeah, you talked, you've talked a little bit about this, but you recorded the majority of this album, you know, here in Nashville, we're recording in Nashville, just like days before, like the world kind of like went into chaos. Yeah. Not, not only the pandemic, but also the tornado, right? Right. Yeah. Um, gosh, I, I look back on this and I'm just, I'm so grateful. It all happened the way it did. It was just kind of pure luck, but I had had it was the last three days in February, I had um, booked the Smokestack here in Nashville to record the bones of the album with the band that was playing on it. And um, so we had those three days, we recorded mo most of the album, we got pretty much everything. Um, and then the tornado hit Nashville just a couple of days later. And my office is actually destroyed in the tornado where I work. So I was, I was immediate work from home because we lost wow. our space. You're in East um, Nashville. I assume. And yeah, well, we were in Germantown. So Germantown. yeah, oh, like yeah. that mm -hmm. on Jefferson Street. So um, so I was kind of working from home and picking up the pieces there. Um, and then, you know, right on the heels of that, everyone locked down because of the pandemic. Um, and it did, you know, it 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 was tough in the beginning because um we still needed to do things for the album. I needed to record overdubs, I needed sure. to do final vocals. And so for a minute, it was like, gosh, well, how, how are we going to do this? But, um, you know, we figured out a way to remotely and safely make sure we could get all the things we needed and just kept chipping away at it over the course of the year. Um, so yeah. it was actually it was actually really nice to be able to work on something like that during that year, which just felt so strange. And, you know, everything came to a screeching halt. It felt very normal to continue to work on the music in some way. Yeah. So yeah. I was thankful for that. Absolutely, Lindsay. And, yeah. And actually, like listening to it, I feel like it has a special light on it. Like what I mean is it's almost like it's blessed in a way, the album. I don't know. It, it just that. has like an intangible thing on it. Do you think that all the adversity that you went through to finish it, you know, all these little things that we're talking about and Zoom files, Dropbox back and forth, make sure everything was <laughs> on point, uh, just getting it across the finish line almost like made it more gratifying. In a way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was um, and it takes a village, you know, to, to put an album together and everyone worked so hard on it. And, um, you know, like uh, I think about Jason Eskridge, who sang background vocals on the record and he and I have never met in person. You know, he <laughs> did everything remotely and it was just flawless and every, you know, so everyone really came together to do their part and, and help get this thing over the finish line. And that just feels so special. Um, and yeah, it's, it's very, um, I'm just so grateful it all, it all came through in the end because it really was such a, it was just a wild year, you know, for everybody. Um, and especially in music, you know, I think there were also these moments of, am, am I going to be able to play these songs anytime soon? Like, when yeah. are we going to get back to normal? So um, thankfully, you know, now that the album is out, the world is kind of getting back um, and, and music is coming back, which feels really good. Yeah. Perfect timing. <laughs> Perfect timing. Yeah. And the songs yeah. are still relevant to you, right? It's not like, you know, some people, uh, you know, we've had guests here and like their albums, they're, they're almost like, man, like these are not relevant to us anymore. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm still very excited about these songs, um, especially since I, I kind of reimagined and re-recorded some 
for this project. But, um, but I do relate to that too. Like, I understand that, you know, you, you work for so long on something and, you know, after a year of working on it or getting it over the finish line, sometimes you're like, I, I can't even hear this song. Like I just need a break from it, you know? Um, but I'm, I'm really stoked to get out there and hopefully play some shows, share this oh, yeah. music, get on the road a little bit. Um, it's be that's amazing. definitely the plan. Yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait, Lindsay. But let's talk about a few of the songs. I mean, let's start with Pieces of Things. I mean, it's stunning. I, I, I mean, I could, I, we could talk about all of them, but let's just talk about a few. I mean, yeah. that lyric, like, Janie keeps a penny works of earnings in her pocket, you know, and dimes or pieces of rocks found in mines. Or Mary. Mary yeah. wants a fireworks show at her wedding. You <laughs> know, what I love about this, this song and, and your songwriting, Lindsay, is you're like a fiction writer. You remind me of, like, Garcia Marquez or something. You create these beautiful characters in three and a half minutes. Um, how do you, you know, create such vivid characters? Like, like you really get into them. Like you really make us like feel like we know them. I, well, I love to hear that. So thank you. Um, and yeah, I think, you know, a song like Pieces of Things, it, it really is one of those, um, it's, it's really like a journey song where I'm kind of talking about these different characters and you're following along um, into like these little glimpses of their lives. And yeah, I wrote Pieces of Things years ago. It's actually a pretty old song. I wrote this song years ago. Um, after I had a, there was a period of my life where I was a bridesmaid in five weddings in six weeks. And it was just like madness. And, um, and I love weddings, don't get me wrong. But uh, I was thinking about how I, I had, I had had a conversation with a friend um, who was getting married and she was really upset over something that was happening with the wedding. And it was a very minor detail and, you know, and there were tears and there was all this stress. Right. And I just started thinking about um, like, gosh, like, does this really matter? Is any of this stuff really important? Like, this is not what you should be upset over. Mm -hmm. And that really is what sparked that song. And, and, you know, I kind of nod to that in the second verse about, um, you know, the, the wedding verse. Um, yeah. and, but yeah, I, that's a, I, I still love that song. I've had that one for a while, but it's always really fun to play live. And, um, I usually have some friends sing that with me so we can make the chorus really big with some harmonies. So it's a, oh, nice. that's a fun one to like bring friends up with, um, with me to sing on for sure. Cool. Cool. Love it. Um, <clears throat> okay. Glory, glory, maybe my favorite one. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's stunning. I think it's the fourth one in the album. What yeah, I, I mean, track. it's so inspiring. Um, when a song like this comes along, Lindsay, that, I, I mean, to me, it's like an A plus, 10 over 10. It has, it checks every box, like the vocals, the Thank production. You. It's just, it's a perfect song. At what point in the process do you look at your team or do you realize, like, do you look around and you're like, holy smokes, this is, a, like, this is a keeper. This is a good song. Yeah. Yeah. I, so that song in particular on, on the record, um, it, that took a big turn. I wrote that song. Um, a couple years ago and, and had played it out with almost more of like a bluegrass country kind of vibe and going into the making of this album I knew I wanted to switch it up in a big way um, and so when I was working with Brendan St. Jolay who produced the album we were kind of talking about you know what do we want this to be and how do we want it to come to life and we started um, we started talking about you know like that this big kind of like church revival sound and bringing a fullness to the song and like this big um, chorus and like these yeah. big vocals. And that's, that really was, as that started to change, I think that was a moment where 
I really felt like that song finally landed where I always wanted it to be. Mm. Um, and that is, that is such a great feeling, you know, when, and, and that's, what's so cool about, about songs too, is that they can, they can kind of change over the years. Like, you know, you play them live a little differently than you play them on the record, or maybe you wrote it on an acoustic guitar and it ends up becoming a piano ballad. And I love being able to do that with music too, and have that flexibility. So great. Such a great song. Uh, all Thank right, you. let me ask you about one more song and, and then yeah. we'll move on from the album. But uh, yeah, Where You're Going. Um, it's it's a beautiful, but at the same time, bittersweet song. Uh, why did you finish the album with this one, Lindsay? Obviously, you know, I mean, all, most of us can relate to situations like this. Uh, and it's a beautiful song. Don't get me wrong. I'm just curious why finish yeah. like on that note. Yeah. Well, so, um, so that was kind of a last minute change up decision. Uh, we were going to end, initially, I thought I would end the album with Queen of Nothing, the title track. Um, but we decided to put Where You're Going Last just because of um, the, the production. It's, it's really the only song on the album where we did it in one take. It's just the vocal, the guitar, and then we added those, those haunting kind of violins after. So um, I think it, it brings the listener way down. We thought that could be kind of a nice way to, to end the album. Yeah. But also does. for me personally, the sentiment too of just, you know, it really is a song about wishing somebody well and then kind of yeah. sending them on their way. And so I liked the idea of of just putting a bow on the whole album with with that song as the final I know. song. It's beautiful. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Because you got you embrace like the hard truth of if you love someone yeah. let them go like it's uncomfortable but like that's why it's yeah. hard like yeah I like that actually yeah, yeah really cool awesome okay let me ask you about pivoting a little bit about your TED yeah. talk because you and your husband Taylor Alexander did a great TED talk and you've talked about this a few times but it's called embracing change in the creative process it's a great yeah. TED talk. people should YouTube it because it's it's great it's 10 minutes um but yeah, I, I mean, the, the topic is fascinating, but I wanted to ask you about getting ready for a TED Talk because yeah. you have like this like time constraint. And, and I remember, mm -hmm. I think I read Bruce Springsteen when he did the Super Bowl that he said that was like the hardest because he had to yeah. get 12 minutes, yep. you know, something similar to you. Like, and you even perform a song in there and you get your message. How do you prepare yeah. for a TED Talk, Lindsay? Oh my goodness. Well, it was, it was such a cool opportunity to get to do that. We also, my husband and I, because we're crazy, we did, that was, it was the day before we were coming back for our wedding. Like we we're getting married two days later. Right. And we told our families like, peace out. We're going to a different city to do a TED talk and we'll be flying in the, the morning of the wedding. And they were like, what? Um, so there was a little bit of stress around that. But um, we, you know, we really, uh, we don't write together. We, we really don't co-write much. And so it, we thought it would be a really fun challenge for that that assignment to try and write a song together and then talk about the process um, and changing our creative process so that we could co-write together. And so really it was, it was a lot of us, you know, sitting down and writing this song, which, which was a challenge because we just don't do it much together. And then also, you know, having to put together a, a little bit of a presentation for the audience and keep them engaged and, sure. and make sure that there were dynamics involved and, and we were making it interesting. So it was, it was a really awesome creative challenge and it it scared me to death and I always think it's good to do things that scare you a little bit so, sure sure um yeah we had so much fun and it was um my goodness the the other speakers that were there that day were just I mean some really incredible people that are just you know doing such, such amazing work in the world so it was just awesome to be in that company too love it 
Love it. And look, one of the things we love about you, Lindsay, is how well-rounded you are. Like you, you're just, you know, you, you do a little bit of everything. You do really a lot of great things well. One of them is, you know, you're a, you've been a senior copywriter for like a lot of big brands. You've worked with Bloomingdale's. You've worked with uh, Hugo Boss, you've, like the whole thing. Yeah. So, so, so you know how to write in, in like different like arenas and 360 mm -hmm. degrees. Uh, are there any advantages to be able to be, you know, as a songwriter, but also be able to do a press release for a Fortune 500 fashion corporation. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, um, you know, I definitely use some of my, you know, career knowledge as a writer and as a marketing writer in some of the music business for sure. And even, you know, as an independent who, you know, I'm doing a lot of my own um, marketing and and all of and branding as well. Um, I, it's nice to have you know, the expertise in, in that arena and be able to apply it to just anything I'm working on, whether it's the artwork for the album or, you know, if I'm cold pitching myself to, to um, a news outlet or even just, you know, things like, you know, captions on social media and how to keep my content engaging and all of that. Yeah. I think it really, it does help. And I, I think I also, I enjoy it. I mean, I enjoy the marketing aspect as well. Sure. Um, I think because I do it for a living, it's, it's fun for me. So, um, I'm lucky that I can kind of, you know, I can do both. And I think sure. they kind of serve each other well um, too, because I think at work, you know, I, the, the creative writing that I get, that I get to do with music and, and my, you know, my passion writing, that also kind of helps inform what I do for clients at work too, you know, cause I'm always writing. Um, and I think, you know, the best way to be a better writer is just to keep writing. Right. So um, yeah, I, I kind of just, I'm, I'm nice. just always writing all the time. <laughs> I can't yeah. get away from it. It's like you have your, yeah, I love it. New words, new, yeah, you know what's happening. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, great. And it makes sense because your social media is amazing, by the way. So yeah, cool. Oh, thank you. Gosh, yes, I feel like yes. I'm, I feel like that's the one area where I, I, my husband was laughing at me this morning because I posted my first reel on Instagram. I'm, how, I'm how late to reels. Well, I was laughing at myself because I literally Googled a tutorial of how to make a reel. So that's, okay. that's where I'm at. Um, Listen, it's <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. But I did it. I figured it out. I'm, I'm on the board in terms of reels. Um, so I've, I've arrived. For sure. You know, what's interesting about reels. Sometimes we post, like when we'll post your episode, we'll post like, like a teaser or whatever. Yeah. They have these weird time spans. So, um, you know, you're used to like getting the likes or whatever, like instantaneously or the day yeah. off or the day. This one's will come up like a month after you start getting likes on this reel. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. So just like, yes, I don't know how the algorithm works. Yeah. But, but like that happens quite a, quite a lot. Like yeah. the ones that you posted like three weeks ago, start like getting hot. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, that that's like the great mystery of the world, right? Like the Instagram algorithm. Uh -huh. You know, like how <laughs> yeah. how can we beat it? What's going on with it? You know, I'm always trying to figure out like how do I break through and exactly <laughs> make my content seen. Oh my God, Lindsay, yeah. you are amazing. You're you're being so cool with your time, but we have to ask you about the great work you do here in Nashville with the Caring Connections, which is this um animal uh foundation, right? The one that Emily oh, Harris yeah. started. Yeah. So I actually um. I, I haven't volunteered for Caring Connections in a while. That a while? was their okay. um yeah. Yeah, they're um they're a great program though. I don't even know if they still do that exact program, but it was a um a program that Crossroads Pets here in Nashville gotcha. Gotcha. they did with um a it was kind of like a it, with a group of teen boys. They taught them how to train the dogs and get that animal therapy. I I actually don't know if they're still doing it. Mm. Um but uh 
yeah, I would I would have to look into if that's even still happening. Okay, okay. I know yeah. Emily Lou is still doing something with animals. Yes, so Emily Emmy Lou still does Emily still does Bonaparte's retreat. Um yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. And um yeah, I was volunteering for Bonaparte's retreat for about five years. And um when the pandemic happened, I wasn't able to go anymore. Um, but I'm looking to get back into that because I just love the dogs and it's it's amazing to be around animals. I think it's just um you know, it's, it's good for them, but it's also good for me. I just love being around the dogs and the other volunteers. Um, and they're such a great organization and she does so much for homeless pets in Nashville. So they're just, Amazing. they're incredible. Lindsay Ellen, we need more rounded individuals like you in the world, caring, <laughs> great artists, great fashion, like you do it all. Unbelievable. Thank you. Thank That's you so, so much. No, thank you for your time. I mean, what an album. Again, I have to tell people queen of nothing, stream it now, get it now. Do you have vinyl available in, in, your, in your website? I will soon. So okay. there's actually, a, there's a really big backup on vinyl orders right now. I think sure. like every artist in the world is, is ordering vinyl. So um, there's about a seven to eight month lag time, but oh, I wow. will have vinyl okay. at some point. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. yeah. We'll have to get it, Lindsay, and we'll have to catch you on tour, but thank you so yeah, much for well, I would love to send you a vinyl when they come in. So. Absolutely. And as soon as you're playing Nashville, we'll be there. All right, cool. Are. Awesome. Thanks right, so thanks much for so your much, time. Thanks so much, Jamie. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.